Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Our reading today comes from Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. This is a very familiar story. This is the story of the visit of the wise men to see the infant Christ. And I'm going to just start right off the bat here and, and go through and read the passage. Then we're going to talk about what we know about what's going on in this story. So once again, Matthew 2, 1 through 12, this is the English Standard Version. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod, the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who was born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him in Bethlehem of Judea, for it was written by the prophet, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. From you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother. And they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. So here's these wise men that just show up on the scene, and you kind of scratch your head and wonder, okay, who are these guys? And why are they so well respected? In the ancient world, wise men combined a lot of different concepts together. Uh, We really don't have a, a reference point for this in the modern world. But they were advisors to a lot of Eastern kings, you know, in Persia and Babylon and Arabia and places like that. They would be very well respected. The word magi comes from the Greek word magos. And when you think of this word magos, just think of a diplomat, a wise person. Think of a person that's an astrologer. They know the stars. And now today we know trying to uh, map things by the stars. That's not a very scientific endeavor. But people really believed that back then, um, this idea that you could look at the stars and predict the future and um, tell foretell events that are about to happen, momentous events. Uh, these are guys also that could do magical incantations. So of all the people to show up to worship Jesus, these would be the last people. Uh, if you look at the old law of Judaism and even within Christianity today, divination um, astrology would be looked down upon. It would be considered uh, sinful, something that we just don't do. So we had these pagan guys, about as pagan as they get, showing up to worship the child Jesus. Now, this idea of a star representing a king would be very common in the ancient world. We know that when Caesar, uh, Julius Caesar, died, uh, a lot of people believe it was a supernova that occurred during that that day or during that time, and people saw that as an omen. So many times, if you had some astral event, some astronomical event, it would represent one king is is passing away, he's dying, and another king is coming to power. 
there's a reason Herod is very troubled. There's a, a reason Jerusalem is troubled. I think Jerusalem may be troubled because they know how Herod really is. And Herod's not going to go silently into that good night. Uh, Herod was a guy that was a despot. He was evil. Um, Augustus Caesar once said it was better to be Herod's pig than Herod's son because Herod was a guy that would even have his own children and wife killed if he was suspicious of their activity. So he was bloodthirsty. So you have some intrigue going on in the story where Herod tells the wise men, hey, um, tell me where this child is and I will go worship him too. He's, he's not going to worship him at all. He's going to try to kill him. So these wise men, they follow this star. Now that, that throws people off. There's a lot of explanations of what this star really is. Um, some think the star could be a coming together of the planet Jupiter and Saturn in the constellation of Pisces. And, and that would be symbolic because Jupiter is the king star and Saturn is attached to uh, the nation of Israel and Pisces is attached to the land of Palestine. So when those, those particular planets or astral bodies came together, that would represent that a king is coming to Israel and Palestine. So some think that's what it is. Others say that, hey, this is a supernatural star that seems to move. So it couldn't be, you know, Saturn, Jupiter, and Pisces. It's an actual astral event that God creates. Some say it's an angel. And that's not far-fetched. That's actually a very old tradition that this star could be an angelic being. Um, the stars and angels are connected in other places in Scripture. So that that's a possibility. So there's just a lot of explanations as what this could be. But Nonetheless, the star leads them to the child, and their reaction is they fall down and worship Jesus. And that's interesting because Matthew is, is painting this picture. Now, this is not worship that you would pay a great leader. This is actual worship that you would pay a deity. So they are worshiping Jesus as divine. Now, we don't know what's in the heart of the wise men. If they really, truly believe this is you know, the Son of God incarnate. We don't know how much information they have, but... We find it interesting that they worship him and the gifts they bring tell us something. It's gold, frankincense, and myrrh. You would find all three of those in the temple of Jerusalem. That's the best connection that you can make, that you had uh, gold in the temple, you had frankincense and myrrh in the sacrifices, in the incense that was offered up before God in the temple. So this is sacrificial stuff. Um, Jesus is the a true sacrifice for our sins. Jesus is also God with us. In John chapter 1, verse 14, it says, The Word became flesh and templed among us, dwelt among us. He is God's temple, God's dwelling with man, Emmanuel. So this gold, frankincense, and myrrh would be symbolic. There's a very old tradition. Uh, it's, it's folklore, but what was believed by some people that when Adam and Eve were forced out of the garden, they carried with them gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So these three items were commonly tied together. Uh, this is not a strange thing to, to bring gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So there's an old tradition about these particular elements. But for us, the application would be to think about, number one, here are these pagan guys that make this arduous journey. They are joyful because of the birth of Christ. They pay homage to him and they worship him. And sometimes we as Christians, we just... We kind of go through the motions, and we don't realize what we really have in Christ. And we need to be reminded of that. This story should remind us 
that when Christ was born, something amazing happened in this world, enough that would drive pagan guys to come about 900 miles just to see him. It would take him months to make this journey. So something big happened on the stage of the world. With that in mind, I want to go back and read our passage one more time. This is Matthew chapter 2, 1 through 12. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who was born king of the Jews? For we saw a star when it rose, and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the cross was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for it was written by the prophet, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler, who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly, and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring, bring me word, and I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way, and behold, the star that they had seen, when it rose, went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw child, the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. Well, I hope this reading has encouraged you today. And I just want to say, if you're in town, I invite you to Westgate Church Across. We will talk about this passage in particular in our sermon. We're going to look at the wise men, and we're going to talk about uh, what we learn from this. And I, I think you'd be encouraged by that sermon. So if you are in town, we'd love to see you at 10 o'clock on Sunday morning. And if not, I hope to see you back again Monday and we pick back up with our readings and our podcast. Hope you have a great day.